0: red light is on brother
1: you're listening to the how's the ground taste podcast where we discuss everything from gaming to pro wrestling and sports and our weekly nostalgia kick we hope you're ready because here we go welcome everybody to the how's the ground taste podcast i am your host Darian Heath, the 44 of 62, your resident 70.97 percenter, and I am joined today with my fellow host, Abram. How are you, buddy?
0: I'm doing well, man. Feeling good being the reigning 2014 132 pound Eastern Conference Champion.
1: Man, come on, just rub it in, brother, just cause I was second in the 285-pound weight class of Eastern North Carolina Anyway. While we're talking about okay. you know what I miss? I miss cutting weight because, dang, if I didn't get fat, bro, fat.
0: Like you know, it, it it's definitely a good thing that they've implemented some safety procedures to keep people from like wanting to cut twenty pounds in two days. Did you know that they have actual like what you weigh in at the beginning of your season in high school now? That actual limit how much weight you're illegally allowed to lose by a weekly basis, and that means you automatically know where you can end up by the end of the season and you have to make the uh in January I'm pretty sure you still have to make your weight on your progress to get your two-pound allowance for your weight class you're going to settle in I mean I was kind of getting off the point but it's it's kept a lot of kids from probably doing some bad damage to their body
1: I uh, was well, like I don't even remember there was a guy on our team I don't know I don't know if you were on the team yet because I was I was what two years ahead of you yes yeah that uh we were going to a tournament one day, and he's like, he's just out in the parking lot in a trash bag just running. This is like 4 or 5 in the morning, just running around the parking lot. I said, like, yeah, I was going to miss weight. And I was like, that's dangerous, dog. That's dangerous. I remember,
0: um, I am going to drop his name because of all respect to him. I think he went to App State after high school. His name was Angel Nahar. Came from a family of wrestlers. Beast mode dude. Awesome guy. He's one of the ones that you knew. You weren't gonna win. You're just like, how long will I last? <laughs> <laughs> that was hell of a mindset because in, you weren't even mad. You weren't like, ah, man, ah, it's not fair. No, this dude had been training for so long, worked well, so well, hard. That, he deserved everything. Well, got. Well, he did you lie to yourself
1: about how long you would last, or you just kind of
0: were you realistic with it? Oh, obviously, very realistic. I don't know. I never was acting like I was King Kong when I was not. I was not Denzel out there. <laughs> <laughs> Just right over there. But hey,
1: <laughs>
0: trading day. Um, no, that that dude. We were weighing in for day two of the regionals tournament. You know, he'd already ran like three or four miles that morning. His dad made him get up and run. So this man had already run like a five k before day two of a wrestling tournament, and you know went on to like. Place first or second, and go out of the states and place in top four. Definitely. awesome! Everybody wants to talk about sports and athletics. Absolutely, you know what's more entertaining to watch? Football, sure. Footballs. I love football. I love basketball. Uh, athletes don't don't come talk to me until you've done some wrestling workouts. <laughs> well, we swimmers too. Up. Swimmers too. I know. I know. Everybody that was a little bit kind of. Off the Rails Part 2, Electric Boogaloo.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Well, b- before before we get into the big gaming news this week, because there was a lot between oh, last, we last week and this week. We do have some housekeeping. I'm about to follow up. No, uh, Boo Hickey. Anyway, into gaming news this week. Uh, Did you see the PlayStation Showcase?
0: Yes. I, I didn't watch it live, but I have watched almost every single trailer that was announced. So it, That was pretty awesome. Yeah, so I w- I did watch
1: it live, and can I just say that, Bravo! I felt like something was mi- missing, but Bravo! I was hyped for stuff I could have cared less about. Like, oh man, it was so good. There was stuff that caught me off guard. Like, what's was your game...
0: favorite? Go, oh, I mean, from let's... that.
1: Okay, yeah, so one man. We're we're exclu- we are excluding, excluding Spider Man, okay from this Why? because well, Spider Man be your favorite. I mean, because Spider Man's a different beast, but what really so everything like,
0: was competing for second place is what you're saying automatically.
1: I mean, y- yes, I'm not gonna okay. lie, but a game that okay. really caught my eye, and I don't, I'm not sure why I'm not into these type of games or this, but was the game Tear Down? Did do did do did you happen to Ooh, catch that trailer? No. Okay, no. so it's like it gives like off That's Minecraft. It's, it gives off like Minecraft vibes, but it's you're not building, you're destroying. Bro.
0: I know this game is, bro. Hey. I, was, I was
1: hyped for it.
0: This game's been on Steam for like a year. <laughs> it's a good game, though. I bro, know what you are talking about. I
1: just I saw that trailer. I saw that trailer and I was like, "Damn, son i I got to get on this." I got like, I was so yes. hyped for that because the trailer it just it pulled me in. It, I mean, just literally pulled me in. Like, and I am not gonna lie, a little a game that caught me off guard. And I'd like I saw I was like, I know a bunch of people that would love this, but I'd like to try it. It's it's called Cat Quest. I'm not proud of it. Like that's normally not my thing, but there was something about it. It just It was so good, man. It was so good. Uh Foam Stars looks like a fantastic yeah, squad game. It's it Splatoon, does. but not on Nintendo. And I am down with it. I am right. Oh man. It's now this one. I know you were hyped for this because you talked about it last week assassin's Creed mirage give me your thoughts on that trailer
0: i'm actually i i liked it but i'm actually a little worried i'm hoping from what all the reports were initially like last year when we still thought it was coming out in april i'm hoping it's more of a slower paced stealth focused less combat oriented or rpg oriented game i think from what i've seen it's going to still be that experience and they're having a separate team work on Assassin's Creed Red. I think it's the code name supposed to be set in feudal Japan, which sounds awesome. I'm all for both experiences coexisting at the same time, because I think they can both survive and thrive. There's enough room for a Assassin's Creed one through four type experience in a newer Assassin's Creed Origins Odyssey Valhalla experience. Absolutely. And I love them both. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely love them both. So I'm just hoping Mirage has that slower gameplay because I just I don't see it really making any sense to be an RPG combat game. But, I mean, I mean the trailer is beautiful. And the character, uh, if you played Valhalla, you're going to feel some kind of way about the main character, whether you like him or you don't. Either way, it's exciting to see where he came from. But you wouldn't actually, I think you'd be really surprised with my favorite release, or, or trailer announcement was because you, it, it's it's not gonna be. I don't think you're gonna know.
1: Uh, hit me with it, buddy. Hit me. With, I need to know. Tell me.
0: Dragon's Dogma 2.
1: Okay, so that was on my list. I'm not familiar with Dragon's Dogma. Can can you give me a rundown? Yes. Of what-
0: so the original came out, I believe, on the PlayStation 3. I mean, they came out on Xbox consoles. I might be wrong, but I think it was a PS3 console exclusive. It was on a computer. I actually own it, played a little bit of it. It's it's kind of I don't really want to do it a disservice by comparing it to other things, but if you think of Monster Hunter combined with Dark Souls combined with Skyrim, and it's a lot to throw at it at once, but it's an RPG focused on really big boss fights, but you can scale and plan around these giant monsters like you can in Monster Hunter, and it, there's very few things that give a similar experience. I'm wondering if it's going to have any co-op. If it doesn't, that'd be fine, because it was a great single-player game. Uh, a really good story, really good characters. I'm just looking for something new in the fantasy space that's not so dark. Like, I've really loved Elden Ring and Dark Souls. I'm looking for something a little more upbeat, because I don't think we've gotten that. I mean, heck, Diablo 4 is about to drop this, well, no, next week. And it, it's, I don't know, looking kind of down. I guess the last one was, too, they say all are supposed to be, but... I'm looking for a little bit of positivity. Call me cheesy. Call me cliche. I think we could all use a little bit of that right now. Obviously, number two is easiest runner-up, man, just for the nostalgia hit. Crazy, because it's like secondhand nostalgia. Because when I was when it came out, I didn't even know what it was, but I found out a few years later. Well, that'll give solid like three, I, man. Leave... Give solid. Delta. It's oh. a beautiful name. Oh, brother. It's the third letter in the Greek alphabet. I had to explain that to Tanya. Uh,
1: I need you to explain that to me right now. Okay. Well, that's cool. I suppose. Anyway.
0: Uh, oh, sorry for the for the listeners only. I did the one, two, three, just to explain to uh, our favorite seven.
1: <laughs> Your favorite? What? Go ahead. Go ahead. Say it.
0: I'll say seven out of ten. I was being very generous here. All
1: right. Okay. Okay. We're gonna reel this in. Anyway, I don't what, have any health what, insurance right now. I cannot hey, afford yeah, it. A, a smart man. A smart man with a <laughs> little Starbucks coffee up there for the listeners at home. Anyway, can what are you doing? Help me. Anyway. Uh we got the Gear Solid. Uh, I guess is it It's port? an announcement? It's
0: oh, oh that, that's a the, the, the collection.
1: Me. The collection. Oh, 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 oh. The trilogy? Yeah. Well, it's more than the trilogy, because the PlayStation Listen also has Metal Gear 1 and 2 as well. So it's Metal Gear 1, 2, and then Metal Gear Solid's 1, 2, and 3.
0: Is it going to be the original games? I, th- I didn't I, see much about this.
1: I, so they didn't really announce much.
0: That's the thing. That. They are porting it.
1: but I They're guess, definitely uh,
0: porting Metal Gear 1 and 2. which they're Metal Gear 2 is actually... If, if you look at Metal Gear 2 and Metal, Metal Gear Solid... It's not the same game, but they hit all the same beats. So Metal Gear 2, I don't want to even say it was ahead of its time. It was just not, it didn't have the widespread exposure in the States that it did because we didn't have an MXS, an MSX, MSX computer here. And well, don't, don't even count those Nintendo spinoffs. I don't even know what you'd call those. Oh, Snake's Revenge. That's actually what made Kojima make Metal Gear 2, was the un- unofficial sequel on the Nintendo in America. Hideo Kojima saw it and said, no, no, I have to come and correct this right now. So thank God it happened, right?
1: Yeah, which so I saw a clip from an interview with Kojima earlier where, you know, I think it was Metal Gear Solid 2 came out in November 2001, and there was quite a controversial thing in the game. The tower's supposed to come down in the game. Yes. And he, he was, he like, he said he, he talked to the head of Konami about resigning. Cause he's like, this game was going to like basically kill, kill my career. And it's like, we can't release it. And the head of Konami and Sony PlayStation encouraged him to release it anyway, with some slight changes, of course. But I thought that was pretty, pretty interesting little tidbit. It's just, yes, uh,
0: that was a game ahead of its time with the themes. Have you ever actually like watched any videos breaking down the story? And no. what it was supposed to mean and represent? No. It's definitely worth a good listen. A uh, super bunny hop for anybody out there. He's on YouTube. He's not very active anymore, unfortunately. His name's George. He is a great gaming journalist. He has amazing takes and... Count dissections of every single metal gear game including the original two in the solids um there are plenty of other really good guys who cover metal gear solid 2 it's it's worth a listen it's all about kind of how now in the digital age what do we know to be fact or fiction and you know what and at the point with where we are with ai generated content it's even scarier to imagine is this real or is this not is this authentic or is it fake or was it partially authentic and then embellished by who knows for what benefit monetary gain control of the mindshare it's it's <laughs> this game was hitting on all that back in 2001 this, yeah. man it's the, I the think he did on accident too i think hideo kojima is absolutely a, like a lunatic i i think he's great at making video games i think he's incredibly intelligent but i think he's kind of he's a little bit out there dude Oh and he no! Doubt. Accidentally he's, stumbles he's, he's, on some good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Which
1: while we're while while we're talking about Metal Gear, a trailer that legitimately got me hyped though, and I, you know, I'm not you know I'm not a Metal Gear guy, but that remake Metal Gear Solid Three Snakey to remake. Well, first off, the trailer started. I didn't know what was going on. It was like a like a hawk grabbed like a I don't even, I don't. Even, it was just and Ritz then
0: going towards the frog. Yep frog gets scooped up by the bird. bird. Bird almost gets got by the croc uh alligators.
1: And then you just see you just see bird slowly goes. rising from the the murky waters. That's good. Uh it, man, the original was...
0: voice actors are coming back, which is going to be awesome. Not just for Solid Snake. I mean, well, excuse me, Naked Snake. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Um <laughs> Colonel Volgan, he he killed it in that in that game and so did uh ocelot who i can't remember his name the young ocelot not the one you're terrified of
1: hey look first off you you not have to bring that up, you jerk that was look that we were in a terrifying place when That's, i experienced that too the same place with Borderlands. everybody the out sequel. there
0: please tweet at Darien to play Metal Gear Solid five I don't know like why nope. is he not
1: nope I'm not no you can I'm play not on mute I don't care bro i can't I can't associate I I would know. I would know. If you do want to tweet me about it, though, it's at dheath4462, or you can tweet the podcast at HowGroundTaste on Twitter. But anyway, I like how you snuck that plug in there. Genius. Blue Chew, where you at? I'm ready to make that rhyme. Anyway, let's...
0: Blue Chew, I need you tonight.
1: With, with this remake, okay, because we have slightly... We discussed it last week with the remake with visuals. Do you think if they didn't make this game look pretty, people would would be as excited for it as a remake. Like, let's just say they did the bare bones and just called it a remaster, which is a, you know, a new, a new coat of paint. Oh,
0: so are you saying if they kept it in the original engine? Yes. I don't think it'd be as excited. People would be as excited because playing through the original is, it's definitely a product of his time. The controls were a little hard to work with. But at the time, it was fine because you were used to it. Metal Gear Solid 1, 2, and 3. Besides Metal Gear Solid 3, I think it was uh, Subsistence? Shoot. Gosh. That's kind of a... There was, yeah, Metal Gear Solid 2 was Substance. That was like the re-release. And then Metal Gear Solid 3 had Subsistence, where they changed the overhead camera to the behind his back, like a true third-person game uh-huh. that we all know now. Even then, though, you could like run or you could crawl. could not like crouch walk which sounds oh it's not a big deal if you if the only way you're sneaking is literally crawling everywhere it is a very slow-paced game it's still serviceable still fun but if you've played like some peace walker on in the series like metal gear solid 5 story was very i'm not gonna say bad it was not a bad story it was just not told in a very coherent way and it's I think more games are going to take from that experience and learn how to use unconventional means of just not a linear A to B to C plot structure to have kind of a more, uh, I'm trying to say natural, like an organic, it's like a more organic story. Because in real life, we don't just flow from major event points happening in your life. There's so much little stuff, almost incon, incon- Ugh, excuse me, incon- <laughs> inconse- inconsequential, there we go a lot of words i can read but i don't know how $10 to say. consequential today. uh events that happen that actually have more significance later i think lord hammer's i got i got distracted Metal Gear Solid 3 if it was not an actual remake with that updated fox engine i don't think there would be a lot of hype around it there what? would be excitement and pleasure for oh it's so much more convenient to play on modern platforms good for us but what do you we, think we've already had that do you think with them
1: releasing this collection and releasing the third game as a remake, do you think they're going to pull a Capcom and go back and redo 1 and 2?
0: I I don't know. Um, I could see them doing it for 2 because, like I said, two's story is more relevant to today's society. It would resonate with a lot of people. And it was just a really good game as well. Number 1 is a classic, but at the same time, It's a very short game. If you look at it, it's... I can't... I could see that being like DLC. Not even like standalone DLC. I could just see that being DLC for one of the remakes. And they could title it it as like the virtual mission. The... the, Oh, there was a name for it. The Shadow Moses Incident. 15, 20 bucks. Hell, maybe even 30. Maybe it'd be kind of like a Miles Morales deal where it's a quote-unquote standalone Expansion.
1: So, so I don't. I don't know if it's fair to call Miles Morales expansion because there's a lot of content there, and I. Well, they. I don't,
0: that's what they called it, isn't it? Then they call no, it something.
1: A standalone. Standalone release, man.
0: Hmm. I. Well, I know they. They have you know when you have enough content to make it a separate game, but it's not a true sequel because it's not really moving the plot thematically on its own or maybe the gameplay. I don't know. I guess you're right. Cause you know, Miles Morales was still, it had so many new features and it had its own plot.
1: Along with new powers and stuff. It was really, I, man, Miles Morales is goaded.
0: I guess the only reason I even thought of it that way, because it wasn't sold as a, f- was it a fully priced game? Was it a $60 release?
1: I, th- I think it was a 50 I think it was a 50
0: I guess that's what kind of makes it seem like, well, it's not a real sequel, like a standalone sequel, but it, I guess that exists. i say,
1: yeah, they didn't call it a sequel. They called it a, they, they called it like a, not not even like a side adventure. I, I don't even know how to really explain it, to be honest. If you play
0: it though, there's elements. from semantics, anyways. Say what? It's semantics. I mean, at the same time, it's it, it. There's there's nothing wrong with it being just a game. It's what I was just trying to say. Like, I think the original Metal Gear Solid. I don't see a point for them to remake because it's you can't sell that for full price. You could not sell Metal Gear Solid One for, I think even fifty dollars. It is such a short game by today's standards. Like, if you don't know anything about it, sure, it could take you eight hours, tops. But remember after the order of 1886 on the PS4? Four, which was like was, a six-hour game. And people were pissed. I well, people, were, people. People were. You know what I mean? Like, I, it wasn't, I ain't saying that it was wrong, because they're, look at Resident Evil. I think Resident Evil 4, for someone who is familiar with the game, could easily run through it within that six hour time frame. But there's like achievements. I know in Resident Evil two, that remake. I'm not even gonna go with three because people were people were dogpiling the Resident Evil three remake, and that's my the thing. I said that game, its greatest achievement. They made people think that the original Resident Evil three was good. <laughs> so many people on YouTube. Oh, the three doesn't live up to the original. You know, it was bad, too. It was it was very mediocre when it came out. It was received with a lot of lukewarm, I wouldn't even say mixed reception. Not much praise, because it didn't really innovate past number two. It didn't do anything big. Code Veronica was the sequel everybody was excited for, blah, blah. It's fine for it, the remake to be mediocre, too. Just the original game also stays that way. That's actually something I wanted to bring up this week in the gaming segment. I don't want to hijack this part, but... How nostalgia kicks in when it pertains to like newer releases of things to trick people into thinking something you liked before was better than it was because you know, back then you weren't saying that back then. <laughs> Check <laughs> your receipts, people. You weren't saying that back then. Uh, Far Cry is gonna be one of my biggest examples of that.
1: Right, well, go ahead. Like, oh, uh, wow. have you ever played any of the Far Cry games? No, I have six, but.
0: Okay, I've never played it. So Far Cry really took off after 3, because 3 was great. I mean, three, Far Cry 3 probably set the standard for an open-world first-person shooter with light RPG elements, like a skill tree, uh, the outpost system where you could capture parts of the map and kind of open it up slowly, reclaiming it from the bad guys. Yeah, that was Far Cry 3 that did that. Four was like an iterative expansion of that. Five, similar again. Each one added like some more NPCs that can tag along with you, more vehicles that you can use, more abilities. Six, I think it's just another progression of that. And I think we're at the point where it's starting to feel very stale. The themes are all very similar. Oh, we have bad people in charge and in power, and we have people who are going to fight against that. And We've been doing that since three. Now that leaves what about Far Cry one and two? Far Cry one, a very generic early two thousands shooter, just good guy, bad guy. It was really cool because the world was seemed pretty open. Like the levels were linear; they weren't non linear, but they had a lot you could explore, kind of like Crisis, which, ironically enough, it was three classic engines. Well, I was going to say no. Yeah, Crisis used the same engine that the first Far Cry was built on. People don't realize that um it's a fun little tidbit for everybody listening at home it is but far cry 2 iterating that it was the first open world in the series had very little fast travel you could fast travel to like the four corners of the map it was very inconvenient so you really just had to drive or run everywhere thank the enemies were relentless
1: travel. thank god for fast travel bro yeah
0: it's in theory it was fun and i had it because i bought it i think i was with you i bought it for five bucks at a GameStop before far cry 3 came out I had fun with it, but it was very frustrating. Acquiring new weapons was really a convoluted process of using the very hard to get in-game currency. Every weapon would break down over time, which was really cool at first. You're like, oh, every single gun will eventually break down and jam no matter. See, Even the brand new ones. Yep. That's, that's car, like the, gotta a car. You got to get out. You have bro, to go uh, to If I wanted it. to deal
1: with real world problems, I would just step outside. I don't deal with them in a game.
0: And that's exactly what people said. So it was received <laughs> very mediocre. Like, it wasn't a bad game but it was not really considered a good or definitely not a great game. Very few people considered it a good game. It was just very average. Okay. And then when Far Cry 3 came out, it made Far Cry 2 look even worse. Just because you start comparing the two, it's no contest. It's just it's, not fair.
1: It's three, the one where all the advertisement centered on that one dude. And he like yes. dies within like the first half of the game. And
0: he Yes. Halfway through the game. Spoiler alert. If you haven't played Far Cry 3 by now, I don't know what you're doing with your life. <laughs> Boss, you kill around. boss in a cutscene QTE event, and then the final boss is actually his boss. It was a lot less satisfying. Um, which actually spoiler let me be quiet. Yeah, you kill boss, right? He doesn't come yeah. back at all. Oh, see, oh, brother,
1: <laughs> oh, brother, now I gotta Dude, go back and play a 10 year old game
0: with no Far Cry 6 is. Almost three years old at this point, right? Wasn't that 2020? I don't know. It's a 100 bucks off with the Deluxe Edition still used, which is is, ridiculous. That is a crime. 2021. Okay, they did delay it. So it's almost two years old. There's a deal. He comes back. He's not really the same person anymore, but he's the same person. Mentally, he's not. (laughs) But uh, anyways, the whole point is... I've seen so many videos lately talking about how great Far Cry 2 is, right? And how bad Far Cry 6 is. It's like, okay, Far Cry 6, is not a bad game. It's just a boring game. Like, it's not bad by any means. It's put together. It does what it's supposed to do. It does what it tells you it's going to do. It, It's fine. It just doesn't really innovate at all, which I don't really know what Far Cry 7 could do to differentiate itself from the rest. I guess maybe not being a story about a power struggle between the morally bright or gray, not even right, the morally gray resistance fighting against the morally bad slash gray dictatorship controller. Cause that's really been the game since more like four, three and four. Far Cry 6 is fine. It's just, if you played everyone up to it, it's going to be really boring. If it was your first Far Cry game, it's probably awesome. You know what I mean? That's like Assassin's Creed. If you never played any of them and then you jumped in with any of them since, let's say, Black Flag. Everybody says Black Flag was the peak. It was the pinnacle of the series. Ezio yeah, games are great. Black Flag, just a singular story. The mechanics, amazing. Well, that's well, like... First...
1: So, my first, Go ahead. I'll say my first Assassin's Creed was the very first one, but that was when it first came out. But, uh, like, uh, I hopped back in with Valhalla after not playing anything since Assassin's Creed 1. So good, man. So good. It felt great. Like the controls were decent. I like the mechanics, the environment. And it was just, it was just a good time, man. It was so good. So good. You good over there, buddy?
0: Oh, uh, smell something burning.
1: <laughs> oh, bud. I guess well, my
0: takes are so hot. I started a fire boy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah,
0: I, I'm just laughing at the, what do you call it? the retroactive quality people are putting on things now because they're not happy with what's out currently. And that's nostalgia. And it's blinding the heck out of us. Call of Duty! Call of Duty. Just because they're on Modern Warfare 2
1: version Turbo Alpha the 13th, 47th, doesn't mean it's nostalgia.
0: I don't get to really make make a statement about this because I didn't start playing Call of Duties on a regular basis until Black Ops 4. Yeah, Black Ops 4, 2018. That was the first one I owned and could play, like, the online multiplayer. And, hey, there wasn't a campaign with that one, so um, didn't, nothing really to talk about there, you know? I played the that- campaigns of the original Black Ops and Black Ops 2 and Modern Warfare 3 because I had those. But I don't see why people are trying to say Modern Warfare 2 2022 is bad because... I'm not enjoying it as much as 2009 Modern Warfare 2. Well, okay, yeah. you were. A, it's like we just talked about a little while ago about having enthusiasm. You were a kid, dude. Nothing is going to stack up against being that middle schooler, high schooler. You come home, and you just get to play because you have no worries and nothing else to look for. You
1: don't to. have a job. You don't, Well, I didn't have a job. I literally went to school. Did my sports came home play video
0: games? That was it. There you go, man. And it, for people who were adults then, I guess they can say something about what, what was it like. But I, I don't think really there's many people who are saying who are were adults then and adults now going. Well, the game is worse. It's like I'm tired of games in general. I was talking to my stepdad about it yesterday. He's like, I'm sick of competitive first person shooters. How oh, do dude, I it's,
1: it's terrible out there. It's terrible out there. Yeah, and and then you you add that with like a battle pass mechanic where you have to grind.
0: Now, that is objectively, I will say, I think, a lot worse. I think the, the the practices they use to make money out of video games now is worse, for sure. But that doesn't ruin my experience in the game. But I, I'm also one who's not been hooked on the, the carrots that they're trying to put out in front of me. A battle pass, I don't think there's anything wrong with anybody who enjoys one, who likes one. And I'm not even going to say you shouldn't complain if you bought it. Sure, you have the right to complain about anything. But at the same time, do you? did you have to get that to have fun with the game? And if you did, what does that say about you and your experience with it? Well, I
1: think I think Battle Passes rely on either, one, people wanting to be able to unlock stuff. Because unlocking stuff in games these days is not really a thing. You know what I mean? I mean, like Call of Duty, which I do like the way Call of Duty Modern Warfare uh, 2, the, the most recent one, did it. Where, like, you want to scope? Well, you got to use this gun, grind that out. Oh, but right. you want this gun? Well, you better go use this gun with this. And like, I like, I don't know, I don't know if people just don't have the attention spans for it anymore to like actually unlock, like take the time to unlock something. Because like in wrestling games, I mean, there's unlocks, but I mean, why would you want to unlock Diesel when Kevin Ash is already in the game? You know what I mean? And you can change his attire
0: yourself, like. I guess I, don't I, I do think we have shorter attention spans as a society. There's so much out there trying to vie for your attention anytime. So when you're in the middle of playing a game, I'm guilty of this. I almost can't play a video game without something on my second monitor, like a TV show, YouTube video.
1: I got to have I'm music for that. I got to have music. Yeah, playing. I got to have I, music playing.
0: I will admit, my brain is rotted. Like, I just, I need a lot of stimuli to consider myself quote-unquote happy. Sometimes, you know? So, that that aspect of what you're talking about, Modern Warfare 2, having, I think, a innovative way of getting you to try out more flavors in the game with different guns. Like, hey, you know, it, it, it kind of sucks because if it's a, something you don't enjoy, then something you might want might be locked behind.
1: That. Oh. Bro. Like an exercise and
0: misery, <laughs> um, but it's something you know. And I, I barely remember watching my cousin play like the original Black Ops Online and how you level up. And it's there's exciting music and the hard hitting graphics like Doom Doom. Like showing, you right, when you, car, love that, Doon. Doon. you unlock this perk.
1: Boy, there you so, go, man. So it's it's satisfying. There's something satisfying. I think this,
0: we were kids too, you know. If I was 25 back then, and 35 now I think it would pan out (laughs) I I, I don't I don't know we're getting there for the game (laughs) I know I play a game for the game I don't play a game for the I mean the presentation I guess is important more so in like a single player game because that's kind of what it's selling itself on but if I'm if if you're having fun with the controller button presses and the mouse clicks why are we worried about everything else? That's just me though. I don't know, man. You look at it a dollar per hour, how much have you spent? Man, Call of Duty, I paid seventy bucks for it. I played that game for well over 70 hours. So a dollar an hour. That's why I don't go yeah. to movies, man. Which that's that's
1: <laughs> that is a good as far as that's a good discussion topic. As far as media goes, are video games the best bang for your buck? Think about if you it. Enjoy them, no doubt. Absolutely, like, like seven, like seventy dollars. People playing seventy dollars too high. Okay, think about this. Let's say you buy like God of War is a fifty-hour game because each segment takes about an hour. If you just do the bare minimum, fifty hours of entertainment to do the bare minimum in the game.
0: Let's think about. Well, shoot, you know better than me. What's the uh, about average price of a movie ticket? We're or not just a ticket. Ten bucks. For 11, non-man 12, a non-man a right, let's even just use ten. Right, just low balling it. Ten dollars, two hour movie. So some are going to be hour and a half, some are going to be two and a half. So it's let's five dollars an hour, bro. Hmm. So fifty hours of movies, two hundred fifty dollars.
1: Yeah, like, <laughs> it's...
0: and and I guess you could argue. Well, I can buy a movie on DVD and watch it as many times as I want. DVD
1: but you're not DVD. interacting. You're not interacting. That's but even that's like still, video games stimulate the mind because you gotta you gotta have to interact right. with it. You know what I mean?
0: It's like how much content is there in that movie versus that game? Because if you watch that same movie over and over,
1: nothing will ever change in you, that movie. You are gonna be
0: sick of that movie?
1: <laughs> nothing will ever change in that. There's nothing you can do to influence anything. Video games, while yes, there's a story to be told. The way you interact with the environment can never, change things. Not every not, single video game yeah, is going not every to game. be
0: that way. That's why it's like, hey, Metal Gear Solid 1. That's like a six-hour game tops, man. Unless you're like really bad at it. <laughs> <laughs> and by then, you're probably not going to finish it because you're probably going to be too frustrated to commit the time you need to finish it. So, Oops. I, uh, yeah, I, I think it all comes down to how you value your money, and then after that, value your time. I'm somebody who rarely buys a game at full price. In the past 12 months, full price games I bought, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, and...
1: I'm not going to speak on it in case uh, my my accountant's listening. I don't have one just myself, but it I'm still struggling. hurts.
0: I, I'm struggling right now. Besides that, that that might be it. Oh,
1: God. If I did the rundown of games uh, I pay full price for... In the last six months, I have. <laughs> I have. Well, no, I guess it ain't six months no more because tomorrow's June. Well, not tomorrow, but we're almost to June. Yeah. In the last year, I can think of at least, I think, 15 games I bought full price.
0: I bought a whole game's worth of Rust skins in in Rust skin. <laughs> America, Rust got me on that one. Rust, Rust is the only game I've like legitimately spit. Money on microtransaction and skins. Whew. I bought the forest for $5. I'm very happy with that. I bought Terraria for $5. Is that full price? <laughs> <laughs> I bought WWE 2K22 uh, three times. I bought it at full price and I refunded it. Then I bought it at 48 bucks and refunded it. Then I bought it at 48 bucks again.
1: That's wild. You're abusing the refund system, sir. That's why we don't get it on console. It's...
0: <laughs> he did for Cyberpunk. Uh,
1: that, okay, that's that. That's the exception, not the rule. And we all know it. Which, that's a rumor that's going true. around. I don't know if you've seen
0: that. Oh, I bought JoJo's All-Star Battle. There we go. Two games. Oh, I bought that at full price and it came on Battle Pass six months later. I was ticked. Let me tell you that. <laughs> Game, <laughs> well, though. it's a good
1: game. What's well, like that? You bring up cyberpunk. Uh, there's a, apparently a rumor that Sony is going to acquire CD Projekt Red, and I'm I'm curious as if that's going to be an actual thing. Like, is that their answer to uh, Microsoft acquiring Bethesda?
0: Well, that means both publishers will have two giant studios known for absolutely terrible quality control. So it's a weird it's a competition that they're each trying to lose, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good. That'd be good for Sony.
1: I'm trying to think. I can't is there another studio out there they could acquire that would be of that that level, like well respected because they already have Insomniac. You know what I mean? I and mean, Insomniac I mean I love Insight, but they ain't they, they don't Red is they don't well
0: respected anymore. Well, I think not, they ruined yeah, it. Yeah,
1: Cyberpunk kind of
0: they that ruined all the goodwill they spent over 12, 13 years making, getting. Um and they'll be fine. They will. That's just like Bethesda. Uh, Beth- let's see. Beth- how, what what were the sales figures? Okay, Fallout 76 was bad, but I want to know how many it sold. How many units has Fallout 76 shipped? Granted, it eventually landed on the game pass, so that's almost a moot point. So it had over one point four million copies in the year of its release. I'm wondering if that means by the end of 2018, it's had over 13 and a half million players since launch. Allegedly, I'm just going to say Fallout Four had. Like over ten million in its first year, I think Fallout four was the biggest launch of two thousand and fifteen ahead of the Witcher three ahead of Call of Duty. I remember what Call of duty was two thousand fifteen. Black Ops three that was a big one, yeah, so I don't think the reputation is gonna actually slow Bethesda down. It's not going to slow c d project right down. People are still going to flock to buy it. I was reading in Forum where somebody was talking about Assassin's Creed Mirage after the uh, announcement trailer for the PlayStation. And they said, man, let's not pre-order this game. Let's take our time. Let's look at it before we buy it. Someone said, I know I'm going to buy this game. And by pre-ordering, I'm getting some extra goodies at lunch. So I'm going to do it. And then they start arguing underneath, like, well, you're part of the problem because if you're going to complain, but you're willingly handing over money without knowing. Again, we talked about this, I think, the first episode. I don't have a problem with people pre-ordering at all. I don't have a problem with other people doing it. I'm just never going to do it because I don't like giving out money for an unknown quantity in return. It's, it, it's like gambling. It's like playing the lottery. Even something that seems like a sure win, I want to be sure. Granted, like I said, I have made two pre-orders in my life. It's been a long time. And I have bought things in early access, which I've always said I won't do. And I bought it after it came out. It was launched in early access. I, I I was able to see live gameplay of it, other people buying it. And I've enjoyed it, the very few that I've done. Project Zomboid is something I've been playing a whole lot lately. It's in early access, I think it's been in early access since 2011. Don't know that's what's going insane. on over there. It it's got more to it than many games that have been released. So these guys are ambitious. So <laughs> with so with
1: Project Zomboid, do you think there's if they were just call it a full release now? Do you think they could
0: get away with it? Absolutely. Or, do you think I that's... think they could? I don't understand why they haven't. Believe me, like, it is a full game from what it says it will deliver. They have del- developer diaries and blogs with like, hey, we're going to add this. It, okay, you could add that post-launch in 1.1 1. 1 or 1.0. 1. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't have to stay in early access for you to keep adding features. But these guys, I don't think they're ever going to stop supporting this game. Like, this is the this is this studio's game um they don't really want to have another project so maybe it makes sense for them to never quote unquote truly release it the indie stone is the company the developer and it's self-published because it's on steam if it's their only project then i guess they can keep an early access forever they don't have any public investors besides people who are buying an early access i guess you're technically investing in it because it's an unknown quantity from when it's going to be released but it's in such a good state in early access that, yeah, I don't understand the point of keeping it in early access. That's something, I guess they just want to say, well, we say it's released and done. There is so much we want in it, and so much polish we want have been done already that we're not willing to put that stamp on it. Power to them! I guess that really means something to them because there are plenty of games like that they, like they actually conditions. care
1: that they actually care.
0: They do. They just. We're gonna have an actual zombie apocalypse before they get done.
1: <laughs> Bass salts, man. Uh we do have a, there was another game announcement that I do want to talk about. But first there was a bit of news I saw before we started recording the podcast. Uh the Ginyu's are coming to Dragon Ball Breakers. Are that, they that, that they can look the low key looks like they would be kind of fun. i i like I I don't play breakers but I enjoy watching people play breakers. Like, especially if they're all mic'd up and talking, the trash talk and the pan that sets in fantastic. Like,
0: have you ever played any other game with a setup similar to breakers like dead by daylight? I tried Friday the Friday 13th. The, I've tried that one too. And it was really good. Player base died way too quick when I got my hands on it at least. So maybe I missed the heyday, but that was a fun game. It's like, uh,
1: but I just want to drop a little tidbit about the Ginyus because we talked about this off air. But I want to I want to put the discussion out there for other people. I would Wake too, right? Cool. They announced it, yes. but they they're gonna come out and say they're not doing a physical release because it would cost it would it would jack the price up from sixty to seventy bucks. So okay, if they're gonna do the, and very... that's that's not even that's it's only fifty bucks on PC.
0: Right. So, name me a game that you know has sold a metric buttload. You want to do Call of Duty?
1: Yeah, I mean, Call of Duty is probably the easiest one. Okay,
0: I just want to know. I'm gonna go ahead because I'm gonna I'm gonna be something up while we're talking about this, just to kind of do a financial justification for their decision. So, what do you, what what do you think? about them not opting out of a, a physical release
1: i think i think their excuse for why they're doing it is a lie i'm gonna be honest i really think it's a lie they said because they don't want to raise the cost up but the cost it doesn't cost the same on all platforms there's a 10 dollars difference already between console and and pc
0: okay, which, i think is that I that's kind of messed up yeah that, i agree that that should not be the case just want to say that I, and even though it benefits me being a primarily PC player, it makes no sense for the price to be different on the platforms.
1: It's like, but I just think that I think their excuse is a low is what I really think is gonna happen, and this happened with the first Island Week. that game got delisted because of they lost the music rights. And the game went on okay. sale for like pennies on the dollar.
0: Oh, do you have that fact already? No, I don't. It's really hard to try to find someone splitting the sales, but I do have an interesting tidbit about Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, the disc. Allegedly, if you don't have an internet connection, that disc has less than 100 megabytes of data, and you cannot play it without the day one patch, because it literally just needs to download the rest of the game. Well, Modern Warfare 2,
1: there was only, like, like, the whole game wasn't on the disc. And I get developers, you know, I was here to talk about it. There's like the reason we do the whole game is a digital download, even though you have the disc. is So like spoilers and stuff don't get out there early. Cause there was a game that came out right before that, that literally everything was spoiled because someone got the copy of the game like a week early. I cannot remember what the game was, but it was like a big time game that people were like genuinely excited for.
0: I guess really we're moving to a point where this discussion shouldn't be about, are video games is or is it wrong for a video game to be released purely on a digital platform well, versus a see, physical dis- release?
1: My issue isn't that they're going digital only. It's just the reason I said they're going digital only because I'm telling you it's going to happen. I think they're trying to double dip, okay? And by that I mean is they released it digital only like for a year. All right, sales start to slow down. They boom hit up a company like Limited Run, which I love Limited Run. Some of the stuff they do is really cool to me. And they're like, we'll do a physical edition, and the same people that bought digital only because they thought that was their only chance are like, well, I guess now I got to well, buy physical because they're going to include something. They're going to include like probably a manual, probably some stickers because that's 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 the thing. Probably a toy of some kind, but it's just like, if you didn't want to do physical, just say you didn't want to do physical. I mean, to be real with it.
0: Okay. I just so Alan Wake. Would you call that a household name in a gaming market? Not really, but those are the ones that do the best physically. That's the thing. But how, like, okay, Alan Wake, let's see, sales. I want to look this up. Okay, it did pretty well. Allegedly, total, it sold over four and a half million copies, and it did, on the 360 and PC alone, three million copies, way back when. The remaster did not meet sales expectations back last year 2022 so i wouldn't say this is a big franchise yeah what was that original diehard fans right
1: what was that original release date of the first island week? oh shoot 2006 okay no wait
0: i thought you said like
1: i i misheard i thought you said like 2014 i was like do we really need to remaster six years later
0: (laughs) but no, the original was 2010. I don't know why I thought it was so far back. Okay. It was released in 2010 and the 360. The Windows version came in 2012. And then the remaster came in 2021. with The Switch version coming in 2022. Did the Switch version to so, come out? It did.
1: It did. Well, I heard nothing about that.
0: So... Again, I guess it's really hard to argue any of these points without or just going off feelings since we have some kind of facts and data to back it up. But I don't see it being worth them to take the time and energy to make a physical run on a game that truly probably isn't going to have a lot of hype. I mean, outside of the cult, diehard. What are the margins? If they sold even half a million physical copies later, What's the profit margin on that? Would that even justify the amount of energy and effort? Because, again, they're going to have to market it again. And that's, like, the most expensive part, I think, with any kind of product release now is marketing because it is so daggone expensive. What do use any uh, mainstream channels.
1: I'm saying this thing, you don't really see it like that. Like, Limited Run, I've never seen an advertisement for a Limited Run game, like, on, like, a YouTube video or nothing. Like, it's they literally post a tweet out, and then the community shares it. And there's diehards for the... People believe just buy that we'll stuff because it's collectible. We're have to wait
0: and see, you know? We're just going to have to have an episode following up with this in a few years about did that happen? But I just don't see it... If they try it, I don't see it working out that way for them. I don't think it's going to be beneficial. I think it's more of... Which, you know... Remedy... I don't know who they're owned by. They've made some pretty... Uh, I guess cult classic games like the Alan Wake... Max Payne Control. I wouldn't I've say heard Control is good. I've never, I've never,
1: I've never played Control. I've
0: heard it's good. I played it a little bit. and It's fine. I didn't love it. It looked really pretty, but they've never made like commercial smash hits since I want to say Max Payne and One and Two. I don't think Quantum Break Control. I don't think those games really had big sales numbers. So they may not have the resources to go. Physical in addition to digital, or if they do, it's just not worth it in their eyes. I mean, like I said, on the PC space, this has been a thing for a long time. Yeah. And I'm not trying to make that justify what's happening with the consoles, but especially if the disc had, like, excuse me, if you bought the disc without an internet connection and still couldn't play it because it needed a day one patch, would you be any happier? Because then yeah. you're, not, you can't, you're not preserving anything. Because if you, for some reason, couldn't get the patch, you still can't play the game. Which See, is what people were ticked about the Call of Duty. They're like, well, uh, you're not going to play the game one day when Activision stops supplying the patches for it. True. You can put that disc in and nothing's going to happen. That's, why is there a disc? And I was going to say, this comes to the larger point. Are games a product now or a service? Because I think a lot of games are just now technically a service. Wow.
1: I will say games are becoming a service, but it's also backfiring on some games too, like uh like Gotham Knights you can clearly tell that game was meant to be games
0: as a service absolutely and I think, Shoot, I think overwatch
1: this, I think it's that's
0: happening to overwatch too right now
1: look overwatch it breaks my heart I play it it breaks my heart what it when it went from like yeah. I think I'm not gonna, I think loot boxes are better than what they went to because you can at least earn free loot boxes. And you can still get some cool stuff. I mean, if you wanted to pay, but now Overwatch is, if you want anything, you're paying, bro. The amount of free skins, I mean, they do one like every month, month and a half, but compared. Go ahead. But compared to like what they were giving out in Overwatch 1, those loot boxes, sure, it's a random percentage of you getting it. But you could also earn in-game currency to pay for those. And it wasn't really that hard to get. I'll put it this way: In I, Overwatch One, I I got everything for my main character Reinhardt without spending a single dollar in the, in that loot box That is shop.
0: impressive because I've never heard of that being possible. In
1: a, yeah, I got everything for him without spending game. a single dollar. And now in Overwatch Two, it's you want uh, you want a skin, ten twenty bucks. And I
0: guess I guess that. and you can't
1: earn that currency in the games.
0: They. Games have moved away from being shipped as a standalone product because, you know, it's just going to keep evolving as air quotes evolving and changing along the way. So I don't know. It's it's and it's mostly like we said for the multiplayer games, because for a single player. Yeah, games will get patches and fixes and updates, but the core experience most likely won't change. And that's more of a product versus a service because you're buying this game for this story, for this setting and so on. I guess really at this point, it's like single player games are like movies and multiplayer games are like shows that mother trucker might get canceled before you get to the end. And that stinks. (laughs) It's just, it's just kind of like you're taking that risk now. And I, I'm not going to say I like the practice, but at this point we have to be aware and you can't, Act like you're going to get burnt, which is why I typically don't put a lot of money into games in general, because I know eventually, even if it doesn't move on, I'm going to move on. And that's someone like me. I put the most money I put into a game for non-essential things like skins, right? Not DLC for extra content, extra story has been rust. I put probably at least 50 or 60 bucks into rust because I really enjoy it. I really like the way the stuff looks. A lot of it is to artists themselves. That's what's cool about Rust, like, you know, individuals can put things for sale in the store and they get the money. Well, you know, the blind like, share. like a
1: create a creator wow.
0: Yes. Like a support. I think was Fortnite have that? I think so. I know they have something with creator know. codes and uh
1: there's another game. It's uh is it Roblox? Where like creators can
0: make and sell stuff in there? I think. Theoretically, that's how Roblox is supposed, supposed supposed to work. Supposed. Roblox. Supposed. Kids stay I, off Roblox. It's not. Don't talk to people, Roblox kids. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh. But, uh. Yeah. It's.
1: Uh, maybe I'm just being overdramatic about it. I just. What really bothers me No, is I it's not, think it's, it's, not, it's not, frustrating. It's not, it's, it doesn't bother me the fact there's only going Because, I, I mean, I wasn't going to buy it anyway. But what bothers me is their their reasoning for not doing it. Like,
0: don't wrong. I think it stinks. I think it stinks. But I just don't. I don't know. Their reasoning seems to me it seems justified. The pricing difference does not for the way they're doing it now.
1: But my thing is okay if they're saying they're not. But but this isn't now. This is on them. This makes me look at other other people who do this right. If they're saying that the game would be $70 on console if they had a physical edition, but the digital 60 so you, so, okay, what I'm gathering from that is uh, it's $10 to print and ship that disc. And you're trying to keep the cost down for digital. Why aren't other games doing that too? And that's, that, that, that is an issue that came because of yeah, what they said.
0: Who is Remedy? Okay. Alan Wake 2, who's the publisher? Mm hmm. And I'm saying, like, who is it? Do you know? I I
1: don't I don't know. But my
0: thing is it's like epic it, Epic. games. It, so you're
1: okay. telling me. I I don't know. I just feel yeah, like this
0: they they just may not. Okay.
1: If they don't see the value they're doing,
0: it, that's fine. But
1: don't give me this excuse that you're trying to keep costs down when nobody Here else. There is an does
0: article that. from yesterday. Remedy might not want to release Alan Two Wake physically, but THQ Nordic does. So we might have a situation where it does get a physical edition from a different publisher than who's publishing the digital version. Hmm. So, it, yeah, it might come out,
1: so, but, the, but we'll I mean,
0: see what the price would be.
1: Yeah, that it, it better uh, this goes on. T- it better be seventy dollars, <laughs> because if you're telling me that th Nor- thq Nordic can release it for sixty bucks physical too, then I don't ever want to hear that excuse again. I, like, I don't know, I don't know how s- much
0: it costs. I know they're, like you said, they're dedicated companies. To I've, do this, I've seen, but we don't I've know s- how much it costs for them to do it. And I've how, seen how big is the run? Yeah. How, how many copies do they make? You know, they have, and where are they going to distribute them to? They have to distribute them all around the world in some kind of relatively equal, so, or I saw they have a to video, predict where it will sell the most.
1: I saw a video about a year ago that I talking about PlayStation 2 disc. It literally cost them like 33 cents to produce oh, that sure disc and cheap. ship it. Oh,
0: I'm sure it's cheap. But, I just want to know that. But it's still a price. You know, someone's got to be willing to pay it.
1: If they're going to do that price difference and throw that out there, then I just, I want to, I just want, I just feel like they're not being up front or we've been getting swindled for years, which I believe we've been getting swindled anyway. Oh, absolutely.
0: But they may not want to be up front with how broke they are because they might be like, look, it actually would only cost this much, but we can't afford to pay it.
1: (laughs) But I'd rather that than lie about it. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just feel like honesty is the best policy, and with business, totally is. But they may not be even
0: allowed. They may not even be allowed to say it.
1: Then they should. But I would have said nothing at all. I would have said, "Yeah, it's going to be digital only." They could hit the famous line that you always hear: "Digital only for now. We may do just hit the we may because there's no promise there." Man, they might have to stick to the script. That might be what it is.
0: Boy, who who wrote the script? Activision Blizzard. It might be Jesus Epic Boy. That epic was... Games. <laughs> it really might be. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm I'm thinking it's obviously going to be an Epic Games exclusive on their store on the computer, which is probably why I'm I'm really surprised that it's only going to be fifty dollars. Hands down, though, Remedy will get more money from that $50 on the Epic game store front than they will from $60 on the Microsoft or PlayStation store. Think about that. Cause the PlayStation and Microsoft stores take over 20% or 30% and depending on the two between the two somewhere around there, the Epic's game store takes like barely 10 12 it's and hell it's self-published so who knows maybe they won't even take (laughs) uh they may not take any 12 percent, yeah
1: i don't i don't know i just maybe we should just move on because i'm getting i'm getting heated i'm
0: i just i think you gotta let it go man
1: well i mean i get I'm, i'm probably in the minority as far as collecting physical copies but i just you can't take a physical copy away from me. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Like, it, What it's... But I think there's a lot of... That's the thing. We're moving away, and that's what sucks. When you get stuck in the minority of people, I think physical copies matter to fewer and fewer people every year. I don't... We, who knows what the split is? It'd be really hard to get accurate data for that. You couldn't yeah. do it at somewhere like GameStop, because, I mean... <laughs> The people who weren't buying physical copies aren't probably going to GameStop for most things, you know, for most of the time. Yeah, I just don't. I don't know, man. Uh, and that's you know, I, I I really I really hate that we don't get excited for the big physical releases and pre-orders anymore. I was reading about how we, as society, have moved to just sitting in our couches and staying inside and reclusing ourselves to participate in all of our entertainment. I never have been to a midnight release. I have never been to a launch party or anything like that. So I am sad that I have not participated in that but at the same time. I'm not, I guess I'm not that sad. I don't feel like I've missed out on that much because I don't need anyone else to share in that entertainment for me to have value with it. Midnight releases,
1: though, great times, bro. Just fantastic times. And I will say it depends on the game. I've been to a midnight release where I was the only person there. I know those GameStop
0: employees were mad, but at least someone
1: showed up. So they, you know.
0: They had to be happy for the hours.
1: Yeah, but.
0: I know they ain't getting paid that much.
1: But I'm trying to think of what the next game to come out that would have a big midnight release would be. And it's probably, right now, from what I can tell, Slade is probably going to just be Spider Man.
0: It's. We have nothing big coming out this summer?
1: Not that I know of.
0: Man. When's Spider Man launching? Uh, it just says
1: fall. I'm thinking, I'm, th- I'm going to be honest. With you, I'm thinking like September December
0: 15th. That's technically fall. <laughs> Boy, don't do that. <laughs> Christmas. But. Well, I, I've, i maybe I should go. I've never been to one, but I, I feel like, I like guess I was saying, it's kind of sad that society is pulling more inward all the time. We are kind of isolating ourselves in the physical space to participate in digital lives. I guess we should try to get some more camaraderie in, in person, do some more who and celebrate things with each other. But I think those are the people who are kind of not going to care about things going digital only because we live so much of our lives online. Anyways, it's like, Hey, like they said, people, people are buying Xbox series S's people are buying PS five digital editions. You know, that, it's, that's the trend. Who knows the PS six might only be digital. You know, probably if, not, probably not, but
1: if we get to that point, like then, then I'll understand that'll probably, I'm not gonna say it's gonna get me out of gaming, but it's gonna, it's gonna hamper it because I mean, I do still know And to like short sure, internet's great and all, but I, I don't know. There's a joy that comes to going to a store like, I don't like, when you're a kid, right, and you have to go grocery shopping with your parents, you look forward to one or two things. That's the oh, toy yeah. aisle and the gaming aisle. And if there's no games, if you're only looking at little cards, you know what I mean? That says...
0: Think <sighs> about it now, though. Think about kids now, right? Like, And this is something you have to realize. We grew up with that. We were those little kids in, like, 2000, 2001, 2002, you know? Think about kids who are little kids now. Well, They're see, not... I- Playing PlayStations and Xboxes as their primary mode of entertainment for probably most of them. Most of them are on phones. Most of them are on tablets. You know what has never had a physical release? Actually, let me not say that because Temple Run probably has. And you know what? No kids playing Temple Run. Subway Surfers. <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, Fortnite.
1: <laughs> Fortnite did have a physical release. It's expensive, but it did have one.
0: I won't say Minecraft because Minecraft has obviously had a physical release, but I mean, it's still primarily. Has Skyrim ever had a physical release?
1: <laughs>
0: Todd Howard doesn't want you to think so. <laughs> Bro, it was never was... on desk. It was always on the internet. It's the way of the future.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know, but
0: that was Todd Howard. Everybody, yeah, he's a bad uh, Todd
1: Howard. I did have one more bit of news because we were going a little long today.
0: That's more AW fight.
1: It. A more AW fight forever uh, stuff has come out, and the game. It looks like it's gonna be fun. We have they confirmed a few more people for the roster. We have uh, Mister Brody Lee, Miro, Ricky Starks, Sting, uh, Brian Danielson, John Moxley, Kenny Omega. I'm not gonna run through them all. Just the big ones. Hikaru Shida's in it. MJF. Mwah! I don't know. I'm just excited for it. People have said that the gameplay is fun. They said the mini games could be hit or miss from the people that played it. But I'm excited. It's it's only sixty bucks. I would definitely be picking it up on June 29th, and that also transitions us into our next topic. If you have anything you would like to add to gaming news before we uh before we go over there,
0: Final Fantasy 16 comes out in like two weeks, and I'm excited for that. Three weeks, excuse me. Really? <laughs> yeah, All right. That's
1: like I heard about it coming out. I just didn't know it was that close. But we'll uh, see
0: if it's good or not. I'm
1: sure. Oh, uh, Street now. Fighter
0: comes out Friday. Oh.
1: Yet another game with nothing but positive reviews, and now I'm just like, when's the last time we had a bad reviewed game? Me, and, me last and Lee, ta- me and me and Nintendo talked about that, but like, it's getting five of fives, tens of tens. Not every game could be this good, bro. I'm sorry, I feel like the shenanigans at play.
0: What are, you, what are you talking about? You're talking about a game? Are you saying you haven't seen a game with a poor reception?
1: Okay, we're gonna leave that. Uh, what's it, Red, is it? Redfall? Is that the name of it?
0: Oh, we're just gonna leave. We're just okay. We'll just pretend like the game doesn't exist. <laughs> Come on, man! It was a game. It was a big release. It had a bunch of marketing because I was seeing commercials for that on TV. TV. All right. But, I'm, I'm, but what's is that issue?
1: Performance though is it performance.
0: It was I, the I game. Like bit, the, I feel like so the AI was broken. It was unsatisfactory from. We've done this a million times and we're kind of sick of it. It's a looter shooter with generic characters, a generic story, a generic art style. Like, everything about that game felt like an AI designed the whole thing. They used an arbitrarily worse AI than what was featured in the game. You know what else is getting really bad reviews? Lord of the Rings Gollum. That just came out.
1: Bro... I'm not a friend of mine we're talking about it. I'm a name from Caesar. He said he saw that and immediately that uh, that song in the arms of an angel so started playing he said for a dollar a day, you too could feed a child. It looks like
0: it was for a dollar a day, you could probably inspire these developers to come fix this.
1: You know uh, what? I think so I th-
0: we still get bad games that's you but we we still get bad games.
1: But I mean, like every major release. But like, it feels like if it's a sequel, it's getting a ten to ten these days. It's like, not It's
0: getting like an eight point one. It has a little bit of everything for everyone. Like IGN, that's stereotypical. I, 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 would, I wouldn't mind Mario Brothers. Weep.
1: But Street Fighter Six, five of fives, ten to tens. I think there was one but from nine. who? From who? Hold on. No, no hold on.
0: But it's I like just... game of the year from the standard laconic. All right. <laughs> That you know how many articles use that? Like how many different games won Game of the Year? That's That's I've true. seen a Game of the Year edition for a game that didn't win a single Game of the Year award.
1: You leave I'm that have to man, find Arden that out. out of this, <laughs> <laughs> which is a fantastic game, best Arkham game to me. But we're not going. to... But it was like man. a bunch of because it comes out next week. Game spot, nine to ten, Games Radar five of five. Uh, let's see, IGN also, where's the score?
0: I don't believe in large game journalism integrity. There is no such thing. See, Capcom yes. is paying for reviews. And I send any person from Japan to fight me Capcom. Because I don't care if I lose. All right? I'm still ain't changing my mind. I'm still gonna keep yelling this. They they, they definitely pay and compensate people for reviews. And the thing about Street Fighter 6, it's probably very serviceable as a fighting game. I absolutely abhor the art style, so I don't want to play it. I'm just excited for Tekken, and Brian It just got yeah. announced the other day and looked awesome. Did you see that trailer? I have not. I haven't
1: seen the Harling trailer either. Oh, but,
0: both great. Yes.
1: but uh, Tekken 8, but,
0: I'm excited for that. That's my fighting game of this year, for sure.
1: Oh, uh, no doubt. No doubt Tekken 8's where it's at and get the hands anyway, but... um. I'm going to say any day, but I said anyway. Anyway, uh, wrestling. Big, big weekend over here in the wrestling space. I don't know if you followed anything. You can talk about what you do know, though.
0: Oh, wow. man. Oh. I just caught some highlights, but. Woo, the bloodline.
1: Okay. Uh, before before we cover that, though. Okay. Well- Seth freaking Rollins. Let's go. Seth freaking Rollins. Some, oh, oh, I can't sing, but you get the idea. First ever, I guess, because I don't think they're doing the history, WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Couldn't have picked a better choice than that, but Eddie Styles has been cool, but he got that Southern drawl, you know what I'm saying? And this ain't a Southern business, no more boys. <laughs>
0: but It was good. It was a good match, and it was, I honestly didn't know who was going to win it. I really didn't think. I didn't think they were going to go. with So I thought it was too obvious as a fan favorite, but it was, it's kind of like we've had a win now as the fans finally have a good, feel good moment without any strings attached.
1: Oh, well there were strings attached later in the night and I ain't talking about the bloodline. I'm talking about Bianca Belair there losing to Oscar unexpected, very unexpected. I love, I love the finish of it though. Instead of spraying the mist in her face in the hand, wiped the eyes. Genius. Referee didn't see it. Genius. That's, Come on. It was a creative need to
0: start watching women's wrestling. I need to start watching
1: I, it. I will say I would start I'm not gonna trash AWS because they do have some women and go, but start if you want to start watching women's wrestling, watch Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, Asuka, Charlotte, Bailey. That's where it's at. That's that's probably some of the best female wrestling you're gonna see on a national level. There's some great stuff going on in Japan. But we're not what no, raccoon. But there's, I just I don't know. I would I would watch I would I would watch I would watch them <laughs> YouTube. But uh, all right now now let's let's talk about the bloodline. Tell me about it.
0: Um, there's not much to say. It's just reached critical mass, man. We already know that. We thought it was going to be Jay, who was going to crack it out. It was Jimmy. It was Jim it and where do we move from here? Because I really thought maybe Solo was going to go Solo. I mean, he's got to go ride Solo at some point because he's he is getting pretty close to being ready for a main event push on his own. And I think, realistically, he's the one who could be challenging Roman for the head of the table. I mean, let's be real. He's the enforcer. He does
1: the dirty work. Well, now that the Usos is gone, he's going to have to do the dirty work. I will say this, though. This has been a beautifully crafted story. Absolutely. I mean, beaut- a well, thousand this- days of champion. What was happening a thousand days ago? Think about it. There was, there was there, people wrestling in front of no crowds. Matt Cardona debuted on AEW a thousand years ago, had five, five matches over there. Like that was it. I mean, that's a deep cut for a lot of people. He was your internet champion, Mr. Zach Ryder, you know, woo, 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 you know, it guy, but, I mean, a 1,000 days of 2020. I mean, really, what was...
0: Yeah, man. I'm sure it was really hard during COVID for them to keep the storylines engaging.
1: Which, back had... then, that was... uh, I believe it was... Was it Jimmy Feuding with Roman? Or was it Jay
0: Feuding with Roman? I thought it was Jay in the beginning, at least, right? I th- That's I why think... I thought it was always going to be Jay. He was the the last one to come into the fold, and then... I, he... I still...
1: I still think kinda... it's going to be Jay. I don't think Jay's going to be the one to dethrone Roman. But if he would, the story... So what does that mean for Cody? I mean, Cody's going to have to go at that World Heavyweight title for now. You know, people complained <sighs> about the finish of WrestleMania, but the story they're telling with the bloodline is just... It's movie-esque. You know what I mean? It's It hits all the beats. And Sami, Sami Zayn was there for it. I mean, it's it has... It has took like the Usos and Sami Zayn to the not. I mean, I'm they fear, would
0: man, they would never yeah, be
1: the guys, but it took them to that next level. And I think that's the benefit of working with Roman Reigns, who who gets it after what John Cena did to him like years ago. Roman Reigns, it, and I hope that happens with Austin Theory too, because he fried Austin Theory the same way he fried Roman Reigns. And if it clicks for Theory like it did for Reigns, it's over to the mood. I mean, I
0: can't even. Well y I can't say never mind. I can't say on air on on. on on Patreon I'll say what I think propelled Roman Reigns to the next level. It wasn't John Cena.
1: No, after John Cena fried him, it became very clear.
0: 'Cause
1: he said everything he said everything that was wrong and Roman Roman understood it, but
0: I don't know. I think it I think it was his uh battle with stem cells that helped propel him to the next main event.
1: Okay, first off that was like his third battle. But don't, don't come on, brother. We were doing so I, well. We were doing what, so shit. well.
0: I'm not trying to be rude about what happened. I, I'm just I know, I really I think that's what that kind of helped people give him a clean slate. I don't, know. and I'm glad he did. It, it didn't I'm take he, long.
1: It didn't take long after that for people to turn on him again, though. Did not take long.
0: It was a good thing he finally got to be the heel he was always meant to be. Yeah, he's he's done a fantastic job with getting you invested in his story, no matter what side you're on. You love him or you hate him, you are but, glued to him, and you are helpless but to acknowledge him.
1: I was. Bro, I can't believe I was, that happened with see me. What you did
0: there, <laughs> I can't believe he got me, but he did. You yeah, Like before the
1: bull line's gone, I would just like to throw up the ones one time. You know what I'm saying? You got to acknowledge your tribal chief. But we're going to uh, we're going to transition from one world champion to another. MJF, buddy. I know you don't follow AEW.
0: Well, but I do that, like MJF, though. MJF <laughs> gets it.
1: <laughs> they asked this man how he felt about not being in the main event of Double or Nothing, and he was the ma- he was the world heavy champion, and he legit came out, not me, off the cuff, boy. Said, why would I want to roll around to John Moxley's blood for 10-15 minutes? And the it makes sense though. He
0: for as young as he is, he seems like he was literally born into the He's
1: he's he's a old he's old school. School. And he uh, if you could, it's there's a lot of customers. Let me in just it.
0: say, yesterday my wife wishes she was that little boy getting that tequila thrown in her face.
1: <laughs> Why'd you bring that up? But, uh,
0: <laughs>
1: but also on the AEW show. The main event was insane. Okay. I don't know if you've seen clips, but I would go out of my way. There was exploding super kicks, which sounds ridiculous. Like my man super kicked the man and his shoe exploded on the super kick. It was wild. We had people get thumbtacks put in their mouth and then super kicked. Barefoot on thumbtacks. I mean, just ridiculous. It was literally I wish I could have been in that meeting where they were putting that match together and be like, all right, here's put some thumbtacks in your mouth. I'm gonna super kick you. Then uh, he's going to kick you in the face with a shoe that explodes. And, I mean, if that match was made to sell that video game and what you could do in it, they sold that video game. Because I feel like you can do that stuff in the video game. And, like, I just feel like it was, like, four dudes. Well, I mean, it was, like, you know, back in the day, you going only have four players at a time on console. But, but just their buddies just doing the most ridiculous stuff they could in a video game, and they did it on TV for real. And that is just so, so fun to me. So, so fun to me, man. I just, I might have to share a clip on the old Twitter just so you can see some of the
0: ridiculousness that happened. I, I need to start watching. Where, where can you find this? on um...
1: AW, you can watch
0: it every Wednesday on,
1: oh, is it TBS now? I think it's TBS. You can watch it on Fridays on TNT and start June 17th. Live from Chicago, you can watch AW Collision on TNT as well. But you actually watch most of the show on Twitter and social media because all the highlights get posted there. So there's many ways to partake to partake in wrestling these days, and you don't necessarily have to pay for them all. Yes. But yeah, um, I don't know, man. Just that match was so wild and reminded me of a video game, particularly it reminded me of uh, a video game called Here Comes the Pain. Are you familiar with SmackDown Here Comes the Pain?
0: Man, I, I missed out. I missed out on the, oh. on the good era, on the classic era. Not, I won't say the good, because we're getting back to good, but classic era.
1: Okay, I'll, SmackDown Here Comes the Pain is when people talk about the greatest wrestling games of all time, there's one that's not like the others. And that's because it wasn't made by the same people. But that's SmackDown Here Comes the Pain. I would argue that as great as No Mercy and Revenge were, no, Here Comes the Pain is better. So good. Such a fantastic wrestling game. First game to have uh, what? Well, actually, it wasn't the first game to have Brock Lesnar. But it was the first game where you didn't want to face Brock Lesnar. I'll put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Brock Lesnar yeah, was goodness. in it, I believe. Oh, dude, he was the cover star and, he, and in the game, you could tell he was the cover star. Smoke for days, brother. Smoke for days. That's I've been enjoying that. And a little bit more nostalgia. I've started playing Raging Blast 3. I mean Raging Blast. There's not a 3. There never was a 3. Oh what? Is this a breaking news here?
0: Is there yeah, breaking yes. news? There is. And I'm uh, you may not even heard of it. Um today. I'm gonna call this a stealth release because I knew the game was coming, I just didn't know how soon. The system shock remake out today. Just like a shadow drop? I think so. I don't think there was ever a date tied to it, and here it is. So, just a quick backstory on it: This is the game that inspired the similarly titled Bioshock franchise. Really, kind of was the progenitor of the first-person, almost horror-action role-playing game. Very, the very first one was extremely clunky to play through. Number two was easier to get into, brutally hard, did not hold your hand. It's a game that would make you uh, have to have a decent controller budget. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man,
1: that's just like the Dragon Ball games.
0: I think you might need to get this and put it on stream because I, oh, love... oh, oh, I would love brother. Oh, I would love to see you play through this.
1: Apparently, there's a new alien game as
0: well. Oh, yeah. the, the It's like a tactical XCOM like. Just... That one might be more my cup of tea.
1: Is that a full price, uh, full price game for you or no?
0: Um, gotta go see how much it costs. I think it's only fifty. I don't think they're no. It's forty. It's forty dollars. System Shock remake only forty bucks. Nice, and it has a demo. We were just talking about demos. We were talking That's about so demos.
1: Great. I miss demos. I miss them so much. But uh, before we get out of here, you had have you had anything kick your nostalgia this week?
0: Not so much this week. Not a real big nostalgia kick. Nothing I came across. Uh, I've been living in the present and enjoying it right now. It's been pretty good. What about you?
1: I mean, I mean, uh, you saw me opening before the stream. For some reason, I'm on a Yu oh kick right now. Not playing, but there's just something fun about ripping open a pack of cards, and there is just seeing seeing the cards of your childhood that you know. I wouldn't say fights because if you were playing Yu-Gi-Oh back in the day, you probably couldn't fight. But it's just something fun about it, man. Really enjoy it. Would we'll love to, uh, we'll love to run it back, but we'll we'll see.
0: Um, we'll have to we'll have to find a way. Maybe one day we'll have a Yu-Gi-Oh stream. Still, you know, it has the potential to still be a lot of fun. But everybody's I, favorite four-letter word has definitely made it harder just to get into with strangers. Once Once was Facebook is now
1: meta. meta. Ah, I was thinking I was just, I appreciate that. Well, look, before we go, is there anywhere we can find you? Are you streaming anything lately? I know you mentioned something before. Are you going to bring it back?
0: Well, I think Crazy Fool Guy on YouTube is going to make another appearance. Working his way... <sighs> through the forest even though the real scares come from the cave
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh how about you
1: oh brother that, was that what in the world that was... that was i felt like i'm in trouble now you find me over <laughs> on that was weird don't do that again with your eyes buddy you can't see that in the no, how... what is happening I've. oh brother twitch.tv4 slash heath4462 i stream almost every day play a variety of stuff from outlast 2 to god of war to resident evil to zelda and just just this overall good time come chat hang out uh if you're not a twitch watcher you can follow the podcast at how ground taste on twitter you can also follow me at dheath4462 on twitter and with that being said this has gone on far too long (laughs) do you have anything you want to say
0: Appreciate you guys for listening. We hope you had a good time, and we can't wait till the next one.
1: I'm a quote Bob Holly. Whole thing sucked. <laughs>